What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Yukon Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. On today's episode, I will be previewing the hockey's championship game between Northeastern and Yukon, and I will also talk about Yukon's hockey's semifinal win versus Vermont. However, before we get to today's episode, I just want to ask if you can please follow us on social media, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter at the Yukon Hockey Pod, where I provide updates on all things Yukon Hockey and just give my opinion on the teams as well. So make sure you follow that for all the Yukon Hockey content you would like to see. Also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the Connecticut Hockey Podcast and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps the podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I'd truly appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to myself. Now, without further ado, here's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Well, welcome to episode 23 of the Yukon Hockey Podcast. A little bit of a special episode, but a, I think an episode that deserves to be made. I said that based on the schedule of the women's hockey's playoffs that there might be one of these coming up, and that's exactly what happened as the Yukon women's hockey team is heading off to Boston to face Northeastern in the hockey's championship game tonight at 7 p.m. I just wanted to make a quick podcast just talking about uh, their semifinal win over Vermont, just my thoughts and opinions on that, and then obviously preview the upcoming game against Northeastern. So let's get kind of get right into it. So obviously the game against Vermont was a fantastic win from the team. Um, beating a really good Vermont team uh, that was ranked 10th in the country heading into that game. And Vermont played very well in this game. They outshot UConn 30 shots to 27 shots. And I thought it had some really good quality chances in this game as well. However, the biggest story in this game, at least in my opinion, was the play of UConn's goaltender, Megan Warner. To be completely honest, I did not expect her to start in the game against Boston University last week just because Samantha Carpenter-Yale had more starts um, overall in the regular season, and I thought Coach McKenzie was kind of probably leaned to, to, to more experience in the playoffs like he did last year in the Boston College game, but he did not, and it kind of surprised me a little bit, but it seems like the right decision because Megan Warner has been fantastic in these playoffs, has made some really key saves, and has been one of the biggest reasons why UConn has been going on this playoff run that they've been on right now, and she made some great saves against Vermont. The one that really stood out to me was the one in the first period with, like, Almost five minutes left, I'm pretty sure, and just a great save going from one end to the crease to the other and stopping it with her left pad. It was just a great save, and she's been a great goalie this year. And one thing that's been impressive to me about this UConn women's hockey team has just been their goaltending from both Carpenter, Yale, and Warner. Warner, I wasn't sure what she was going to be like at the beginning of the season. I mentioned in the first episode I was kind of like unsure just because she didn't have a season last year but she quickly proved me wrong and has been one of the biggest reasons why UConn has had a lot of success this year she's been a fun goalie to watch and she's arguably the best um, rookie goaltender in college hockey this year so that's one reason one thing I kind of took away from the game and the other reason the other thing I took away from the game was the special teams now only four penalties were taken in this game however UConn capitalized on a power play and they killed both penalties that they had so that was something that really stood out to me and one thing that someone told me um, before which I totally agree is you need three 
kind of key things to go on a playoff run. You need experience, you need good special teams, and you need great goaltending, and that seems, and UConn seems to be getting all of that. Obviously, they have the experience. They have a lot of seniors and juniors on the team. They've been getting great goaltending from players like Megan Warner, and then their special teams have been fantastic, and that's something that I highlighted in the game against Boston University is how well their special teams did, and it was another great special teams effort by UConn against a really solid Vermont team. Now let's kind of go through the goals that were scored because there were some interesting goals. First goal was scored by Claire Peterson. It was kind of a dirty goal, but a good goal nonetheless late in the first period as there was a lot of scrambling going on in the goal crease, and Claire Peterson found a way to bank it home to make the game 1-0. Then the second goal was scored by Morgan Wabek on the power play. Just a shot that she kind of threw in and hit off a UVM defender and it went into the net and that's kind of the goals that you need in these playoffs and UConn's been getting a lot of dirty goals obviously Summary Dobson scored one against Boston University um, in the quarterfinal game and then the semifinal game the two goals that were scored were dirty goals and I just think you're going to need that if you want to win um, playoff games and UConn's been showing that as they either a lot of their goals haven't been highlight real goals but they've been goals that get the job done and have been a key reason why they've had success in the playoffs along with the other three things I mentioned uh, about a minute ago. Now, there was a highlight real goal in this game and was scored by Jada Habish. Um, she had a great goal against Boston University, and she did it again against Vermont. And this play all started from Vicki Harkness as she won a great puck battle, gave the puck to Habish, and she just rifled that shot in to make the game 3 nothing at the time. And those two have been working well together. Um, and the first goal that Habish scored against Boston University was very similar as Harkness um, took advantage of a turnover from the BU player and just gave it right to Habish, and she shot in the net, and this play was very similar. She won a puck battle, gave it over to Habish, and she shot right in the net to make a 3 nothing. basically icing the game at this point. But credit to Vermont because they did not give up whatsoever. Um, Elise Murphy scored with like three seconds left in the game to make the game 3-1, but at that point it was a little too late and UConn found a way to get the 3-1 victory and head to the Hockey East Championship game. Now they'll be playing a familiar foe in the Hockey East Championship game. They're going against a ranked team in Northeastern. Northeastern is looking for their fifth straight Hockey East title, and obviously we're hoping that UConn will end that streak tonight. Now let's take a look at Northeastern because they are the best team in Hockey East this year. They have won 29 games, only have lost four games, and have tied twice. And their conference record is just fantastic. 21 wins, 3 losses, and 2 ties. So a really dominant team and a team with a lot of experience as well. That's one thing that they match up with UConn is their experience. A lot of their top players are juniors and seniors. So a team that's going to give UConn a lot of problems. And they did give UConn uh, some problems this year in the three games that they played. UConn, they won all three games. However, one is technically a tie, but they won in a shootout. So I will say, though, UConn is one of the few teams in Hockey East, in my opinion, that are definitely capable of beating Northeastern. Um, I think it, one of those games is a perfect example. UConn was down, I think, by three goals, and they f came back and brought that game to overtime. And I think that showed me a lot, like I said in the podcast recently. That game really showed me a lot that I think UConn was poised to do well in the playoffs. And obviously the last game of the season didn't go well as UConn lost 5 nothing, And then UConn lost, I think, 3-2 to two against them in November. That's exactly what happened. So a team that's given UConn some problems. But one thing I will like to point out is 
I think UConn played Boston College like five times last year, and then they won against Boston College in the playoffs. So don't count UConn out of this game because they've given Northeastern problems. I thought they played very well in that game in November, and then I thought they showed me a lot in the game later, in a, a couple few weeks ago, um, when they came back down from, like I said, three goals and brought that game to overtime. So they're definitely capable of scoring goals and bunches against a tough Northeastern defense and a great Northeastern goalie in Aaron Frankel, which I'll get to her in a second. But they're also capable of um, kind of going back and forth and kind of making a game. And I just think UConn's definitely capable of winning this game, and I'm very confident that they can um, do that. Now, one strategy that I will say, which I think has been working, has been the key strategy is they have to continue their goal scoring that they've been doing. Like I said before, their game-winning goals have all been scored kind of by dirty goals, and they've also taken advantage of the penalty opportunities that have been given to them. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen in this game, just because I don't think that many penalties are going to be taken. I think it's going to be a very kind of clean game from both teams. So if an opportunity comes around, you have to capitalize it. And I know that UConn, if they have that opportunity, can capitalize it because they've shown me that in the playoffs this year so far. And obviously, like I said, a dirty goal is going to be the one that wins this game if UConn wants to beat Northeastern and the way they've been scoring they've been getting those dirty goals but they've also been getting those highlight reels as well so um, I think the combination goal scoring that they've been doing so far in this playoff run I think will definitely need to continue against a team like Northeastern now let's take a look at Northeastern because obviously they have a lot of the best players in the hockey's conference their top player this year is Maureen Murphy she's a senior this year she has 52 points in 34 games which is absolutely insane she's been very good player for them and obviously I think Alina Mueller is a player for Northeastern that gets a lot of national attention but she's been she had to miss a few games this year due to the Olympics and then also having an injury at the start of the year and I really felt like Maureen Murphy really stood stepped up and kind of filled that role for Mueller when she was gone and even when Mueller was there she still found ways to get goals and I was very surprised to not see her in the top 10 for the Patty Kazmaier award just because like we like I've said her numbers are ridiculous this year and another thing that I don't think gets enough credit for her is how she doesn't take that many penalties her and Mueller are very similar in that aspect Maureen Murphy only has eight penalty minutes this year so Definitely a player that is very disciplined but also knows how to score goals. And I feel like I think if she takes her fifth year, which is very possible, I hope I think that in my opinion, she I hope more people kind of recognize how good of a player she is. So for UConn they have to look out for Marine Murphy. And then another player to look out for is Skylar Fontaine. She's another senior for Northeastern. She's in her fifth year. She has 46 points in 35 games and is also a, and is a Patty Kazmaier top 10 finalist. Skylar Fontaine has been probably the best defender in hockey East the past two seasons. Just is so dynamic. One thing that really impresses me about her is how she's great offensively and how she's great defensively as well. But probably the best offensive defenseman, honestly, in women's college hockey. She's so much fun to watch and is definitely a player to look out for. And she's definitely going to be um, a big reason why Northeastern has success in this game because I feel like a lot of the offense starts from her. And then two other players to kind of note is Chloe Ar. She's also a senior. She has 40 points in 28 games. And then obviously Alina Mueller. She's only played 18 games but has 35 points and is arguably one of the best women's hockey players in the world right now. Uh, she had to miss a few time, like I said, due to the Olympics and an injury that she was dealing with in the beginning of the season. But obviously, I think a lot of UConn fans know how good of a player she is. And I think she's the consensus best player in hockey's um, when she's on her game. So definitely a player to 
look out for from the UConn hockey perspective. Now in goal for Northeastern will definitely be Erin Frankel. She has 29 starts this year and has 23 wins, 3 losses, and 2 ties with a 1.03 goals against average. It's absolutely insane. 11 shutouts this year. She won the Patty Kazmaier Award last year and is one of the best goalies in college hockey. It's obviously not going to be easy to score on a goalie like Frankel, but like I said, that's why I think it's important to get those dirty goals and capitalize on the power plays and kind of get Frankel moving a little bit because that's the way you're going to have to score on a goalie like her. However, I'm very excited for this hockey's championship game. I think it's going to be super fun. Hopefully, UConn can get the job done and make it to their first national championship game. If they don't win this game, it's very unlikely that they do that just because they're currently 11th in the pairwise. And the teams that are ahead of them, which are Clarkson and Harvard, aren't going to play any games because they're already eliminated in their conference tournaments. So UConn basically has to win this game or else uh, they won't get into the national tournament. So... I'm confident that the girls can get the job done. I know the girls will get the job done, and I'm very excited to see them play. Um, Tonight should be a fun game, and should be a great UConn Hockey Day as the men's team ends off their regular season tonight or this afternoon against Vermont, and the women's hockey team has the chance to go for a championship later today. So it should be a fun game nonetheless, and a good weekend for women's college hockey in general as the conference championships are winding down. So it should be interesting to see. And then obviously Sunday the tournament field will be announced, and I'm really excited to see what that looks like, especially since the tournament is now 11 teams, not 8 teams like it used to be. So like I said, very excited for this um, game, and I'm excited to see uh, the women's hockey tournament coming up soon. It should be a lot of fun, and Hopefully, if you guys haven't had the chance to see this team play, you should. Um, they're really fun to watch and great players as well, but also great people. I've had the chance to interview some of them for um, my other podcasts. So great people and great players, and just I'm excited to see them play and hopefully get the job done tonight. So uh, thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to myself. Um, obviously, it's a little bit shorter than normal, but I want to get something out for the championship game. So hopefully you guys kind of get my opinions on just my thoughts on the games that that the semifinal game that happened recently, but also learn a little bit about Northeastern and what I think UConn could do to kind of beat that team tonight, which I think is very possible. So thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next um, Wednesday or Tuesday, depending on what happens in the men's game um, today. And I'm excited to talk to you and preview some playoff matches, preview a playoff match for the men's team, but also talk about, hopefully the national um, tournament for the women's hockey team. I think that'll be super fun. So we'll see what happens. I know the girls will pull off the upset and um, make everyone happy. So thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next week with another great episode. Bye. You got a smile that makes the sun rise.